Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest. Brand Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Witchy Poo. <laughs> Witchy Poo. Oh. <laughs> Woohoo, Witchy Poo. How are you? <laughs> oh, my clever outfit's good to see you. <laughs> Oh, this one, funny enough, you know, there's nothing I love more than naming an episode. Yeah, I know. That's true. You are branding, nothing girl. Well, it's just entertainment. I know. <laughs> that was sookie shaking. <laughs> that was awesome. Just so everybody knows. So today we have an insider's insight and that we're calling Knock Knock. But I wanted to share, because you know, I always like to share. That's what I did. <laughs> you always start the episode, and then you're like, and we're going to back up. We're going to back up, and I'm going to tell you why we're going to back up. You know, I get a lot of questions, comments, feedback from people about keto, because it's now been, I think we're 16, 17 months into keto. And I just want to do just a quick share on, on the journey, because I think it's really valuable, because for me, it is very much of an earth school lesson. Addiction has been a thing for me in my life, and food has certainly been the one that's been ongoing. And this has been the first time and everybody knows I'm 52. First time in 52 years. I was, my mother put, took me to Weight Watchers when I was in sixth grade. So you're 11 years old. So this is a long ass journey for me. Wow. And it's the first time that I've ever had such a span in my life where I don't deal with food, guilt, and grief. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's true freedom. It is absolute, utter freedom. 
I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. It's not about how I look because I'm not caught up in that. I, it's because it's just not my thing. But all my clothes fit. You know, I can go, I can shop in any aisle in my closet. <laughs> all my white t-shirts, uh, they all fit. And but I just I, I because you know people talk about like the food itself or is it healthier and all these kind of things. And the reality is is that I have never felt like you said more free and more in charge and able to do so much more in my life ever. Mm-hmm. I've been thinner before, not a lot thinner, but I've been a little thinner before, but good God. And you remember those days when I was like, you know, at the gym, like I was a freaking man. Throwing tires. Seriously. I was, I was, I was slipping tires. I slipped in tractor tires down a driveway and using a sledgehammer and all this crazy stuff because that's the psychotic part of that, that illness of addiction. It's not kind. No. It's not honoring or kind. No, it was brutal. I was brutal to my body and my soul. It's like being driven versus being drawn to something. Oh, right. The driven is like controlling over domination, over, you know, heart-centered, I'm drawn to this. Right. And it's one of those things, and we've talked about it before, which is that when we cross over, we take a lot of those things with us, like addictions. We don't take our money, mm-hmm. but we take our addictions. <laughs> we don't take the good stuff. We take the bad stuff. No, I'm just kidding. But it is, um, it's one of those things that I, I look at, and it's such a longer view, right? Like being, becoming far more spiritual and really living it and not just talking it. Because I know a lot of people that talk it, right? Like the zealots talk it. A lot of the religious zealots talk it, but they don't live it. But when you actually live it, you start looking at your whole soul's journey and not just today, right? You balance all of that. And it's like, I don't want to carry this next go around, you know, next go around. I, I just like, I want a new set of things to deal with. This one's, this one got old in this lifetime. So <laughs> can imagine how old it's going to feel if I have to do it again. Good for you. Right. So anyway, I just wanted to share that because, you know, I, I, I share keto things. I share you know, different foods, different whatever. But I think this is probably the most powerful thing I, I, I could share with folks of my own journey of what was really the benefit and what was really, for me, the win. Um, I'm so happy. Thank you. I'm so, I'm just delighted for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I would try, I'll try to make up a knock-knock joke for keto, but <laughs> I'm not quite sure. But I will say our friend, Allison Noel, sent me a text with a photograph of keto ice cream bars that she picked up at Costco. And because I don't <laughs> live by a Costco, I haven't had them yet, but they look delightful. So if anybody in the four state area where I live knows where for me I can find them, I do want to go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so on that note, why don't we come back in just a second and uh, we'll actually t- tell everybody why we are calling this episode Knock Knock. Okay, we'll be right back. All right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. 
And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. And welcome back to our post-keto broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're going to move on to why we call the episode Knock Knock. (laughs) It's a good thing I like the sound of my own damn voice. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Suzanne used to talk about a friend of ours who talked nonstop. And she's like, he's just circulating the air around his head. That is the only purpose for all that talking is circulating the air around his damn head. (laughs) My mama always said, oh, he just talks to hear himself rattle. (laughs) That's what she (laughs) Okay, wait, before we go to Nana, I can say one funny thing. Another funny thing. So I've started with this, you know, cybersecurity company. And so I get to pull out all my great stories that no one here has heard, right? (laughs) So somebody... And, and anytime somebody says the word sympathy or feel sorry for, I go right to Margaret. And I go, want to know what my mama <laughs> yes. says <laughs> I do. about sympathy? And they look at me and they're like, what? And I said, she used to say, if you're looking for sympathy, you can find it between shit and syphilis in the dictionary because you're not getting <laughs> it from me. So I got to pull that out today. It was very funny. That's nice. Classic. <laughs> so Dina uh, Longobardo. I know there's got to be a better way. Longobardo, Longbardo. There's an X, there's an O in there. And I just want to be able to pronounce it right. But Dina, if I'm not saying it right, I'm so sorry. So here's what Dina says to us. She says, hi there. (laughs) It's been so long since I sent a message. Yes, it is. And it's been noted. (laughs) Nice. She adds, I have a question. Why do spirits knock on the walls? Okay. That's what we call it. Knock, knock. I live on the eighth and top floor of my building been here five years. When we first moved in, the knocking was constant, almost always in threes, but relentless. Sometimes soft, sometimes crazy loud. After I found my spiritual path and realized how to tap into my gifts, the knocking eased up. Ta-da! That was me. (laughs) Dana did not say ta-da. Really nothing for two years, she adds, but it's back. I know the spirits want attention, but what does the knocking do? <laughs> and then she adds to it, uh, she adds, uh, my, my gift, by the way, is psychic empath. And lately I'm being overwhelmed with super highs and super lows. Welcome to the club, sister. I'm not bipolar, LOL. 
I'm like, <laughs> really? I might be. Um, I, I, I know I need training and just don't know where to start. What classes do I focus on? I'll answer that. Brenda, brenda-rose.com. And you, she has spirit guide classes, amazing things that can very much help you along in this to understand your powers, your superpowers, your innate abilities, and uh, meet your spirit guides. And how to stay grounded. And how to stay grounded. Yeah. To row the whole nine, folks. But anyway, we'll go back to the knock-knock joke. I mean, the knock-knock <laughs> question. So why the knocking, Bren? Well, spirits knock because they can. <laughs> right? So here's the thing. If in spirit form... I've already said, I can't wait to party as a spirit. I'm going to go fuck with everybody. I'll be, knocking, <laughs> I'll be knocking shit over. I'll be moving pennies up doors like on Ghost. I'll be doing everything I can do just because I can. Nice. And, you know, it does take some mastery. So if you've got a knocking ghost, you know, there's no slouch, some respect. Yeah, no, for real. For real. And so, you know, really when you were reading that, one thing that came to mind, which she did not ask, was I was wondering if Dina perhaps has, you know, come off her meditation practice a little bit. Oh, Dina, you've been served by the witchy poo. No, I was just wondering because you said, you know, that when you dove more, when you committed to a spiritual practice or found something that worked, I don't know what it was, but that it had stopped and then it was back. And so sometimes, you know, it could be our guides, it could be a loved one who's moved on, it could be a spirit that's attached to the, you know, eighth floor, you know, of where you are, the building itself where you're living. But anyhow, it's, it's just a question I have. It doesn't feel that way to me, by the way. It found, feels like it's one of hers. It doesn't feel like it's attached to the building to me. I'm just FYI. I am not sure about that in this moment, but we'll see how it unfolds. Yeah. Because I think that it could be a multidimensional party on the other side of the wall. Oh. <laughs> is what I'd say. Oh. So um, it, it could be a coordinated effort. We'll we'll see more about that. But <laughs> so I, I would just, I would consider that, right? Because when you, what a spiritual practice will do, depending on, you know, how it is for you, it, it will reinforce your field, your energy field. It'll keep your vibe high. It'll do things like that, which will perhaps take up more space for, you know, in, in your space and, you know, diminish their ability to sort of break that field. Hmm. If it's not an invited in spirit. Well, let's talk about the threes, knocking in threes. Well, three, of course, is traditionally meant as, you know, the, the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. So that's, a very high frequency, which is nice <laughs> to have, unless it means something else for her. I mean, I wouldn't, I would not presume to override her uh, experience with the number three. Threes are interesting, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, three is an interesting three. It's like also, if you think about an atom, there's three components that we are aware of. We're not going to get into quantum yet, but it is the okay. proton, <laughs> neutron, electron. There's yes. things that are threes. So threes is a really mm -hmm. fascinating number. And yes, the Holy Trinity. The, what about the th number three when he, when um, like in Tarot? Like, is there a consistency on what maybe the three means? Well, that would be pretty abstract from a knocking. It would be more likely even to represent just the, a, a sacred triangle, which mm. is a symbol for transformation. Oh, I like that. So, yeah. But the other thing you could do is, you know, you could leave out a, a, a Tarot deck when, you know, how when you fan out the cards all face down and see if in the morning one's pulled aside or flipped over or something, you know, you could to see if you can discern messages, if, if that's something that you would like to do. Oh, that sounds like fun. It is fun. Do you do that very regularly? I do not because I have other means. Oh, well, I guess that's true. But it is something that, um, can, that I have invited other people to do and it, it can be useful. Will you invite me to do it? 
No, because you know how to do it. <laughs> You have other methods too, <laughs> but you can because it would be fun to play. I know it's up. It's the play, like it's. But but that would be you would have to be comfortable inviting the spirits in, and I don't know that she is. Well, I guess that's fair, right? Yeah. Because it's the why do they knock on walls? She's asking, right? Because she's asking. Hey, it's it's sometimes it's annoying, sometimes it's really hard, and well, here's what I would do because I I think that you're right about meditation practice. I'd get my hands on some black tourmaline and I would line it up against that wall. Nice. It creates an exceptional, like a fortified uh, shield from the other space. Okay, so now I want you to get specific. So line it up against the wall, would you put one in each corner or would you put like six along the wall? Like what would you do? I think it depends upon the wall. So if there are windows or doors, I would try to put them on top of those ledges I don't think everybody wants to come to my house, but if you are in the area, <laughs> you should see the, how the black tourmaline is in our house. Like I probably have it every three feet. Good for you. Yeah, I got a lot. Well done. So I would, I would probably put on a standard, like a 12 by 12 room on a set, probably put four pieces against big ones, not little ones. Mm -hmm. You want some big ones, double terminated and let them, and I would even probably, yeah. And I would, I would even have some that are horizontal, some that are vertical is what I would do. Okay. So again, I know I'm being the picky here, but if, if I don't know, is a little one like an inch is a little one, three inches, like what's big, what's small. Yeah. I would say a little is an inch. I'd say you need probably two to three inch size pieces to do that. Nice. Uh, because that is for that consistency of what she's dealing with. It's it, to your point, it could be very portally if that is indeed what mm -hmm. could be going on that um, you need some power there. I would also probably take a few pretty long sticks of selenite and I put those along the wall as well. And I think that's great. And if it, and if it's still, I mean, there's other, there's still more methods to use that usually takes care of a lot mm -hmm. because it has the barrier. Plus if they come near, it also can zap them with the selenite. Beautiful high frequency. No, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. But we have that in our house too. I have selenite everywhere as well. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I, I have it, um, you know, so funny. Most people have like a doormat, like, you know, wipe your feet, da, da, da. I have a selenite wand. It's like, come here, bitch. Let me get that shit off of you before you walk into this space, <laughs> lift up your feet. You can come in with many feet, but don't come in with a low vibe. Right, that can pick up with a, a vacuum cleaner, but your other crab, you leave it behind forever. So like I get it, seriously, but top of the head. And that's the other thing I do if I were living in that space is not only have that up against the wall, I would also make sure that I would, wand regularly. And then I would also take a uh, salt bath. Do you want to describe what wanding is? Yeah. How about when we come back? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be wand back. <laughs> oh my goodness. Come on. That was good. That was good. That was good. I'll be right back. <laughs> the Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. And welcome back. So you are going to tell us how to wand. <laughs> yes, I will. So here's how I do it. I start at the top of my head. I'm actually um, showing Brenda, just so everybody knows. Yes, yeah, so she's demoing for me. So top of your head and go all the way down the front and slowly. Like this is not a race. Go all the way down, like down past my kneecaps, my ankles, my feet. And I lift each foot up. I get underneath each foot. I also do my arms, both sides, like palm up, palm down, fingers. Big one for me is um, back of the neck, but I start again at the head and go, like I get the top of my head twice. And then you want a long enough piece that you can actually reach, because the other part that gets uh, spirits can get stabby with is in the back. So I always get my back and the base of my spine. Yes, people, base of your spine Always. In fact, if I had to pick one place to keep clear, I would keep that one in the top of my head and back of my neck is where I would like focus a lot on. Those are the most powerful, I think, energetic gateways that I feel I need to protect. And then I get the back of my knees, back of my legs, and I do my feet one more time. And then I go and get anything on the side, but it really is covering my body. Like, and I will actually take it and I will, it's like scrape around my neck. Uh, front and back to make sure I keep all that clear too. So that's what I refer to wanding. That's so great. That's so great. And will you do that with black tourmaline or selenite? Selenite. Okay. Yeah. Uh, black tourmaline, it's interesting. This is what I found. And I don't, and it's correct me, but I'm just going to tell you based on experience, my opinion of this is um, I, I find black tourmaline is really great at casting a bigger um, space than what the stone is itself. So mm-hmm. if you have a three-inch yes. stone, it's going to cover a pretty good space. You have a one-inch stone, it's going to still cover, but it's going to cover more than what a one-inch stone, what one inch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it casts like out. I mm-hmm. don't find selenite that does that. I find selenite to do a really great job when it's closer. Like I don't find it casting as much. But I don't know if you've. I don't know if I just haven't used it. Right? I don't know. So that's why I'm actually asking you what you what you found my experiences and it could be the, t- the specific tools i have i do love to wand with selenite i don't think i've ever wanded with a black tourmaline but you you talk you spoke about both so i want it to be really clear for our listeners and uh, so for me i do love you know sweeping even in my healing practice after i finish a session i will wand with 
uh, selenite. But in a way, I think of it like an energetic magnet. So I want to go slow enough so that anything that's not a high frequency will jump onto it. So it can attract like that, like a magnet sweeping that way. And I also find it can, because I have a couple swords for a lack of a better word or wands or swords to direct it. So you can send it like a, like a beam. When it's cut like that, yes, you can. Yeah. Went towards something. And so I find that very helpful. I know with my Athena's Magical Secrets uh, group, my Athena sisters, I gifted them selenite swords and they all sleep with it next to their beds, which I love. <laughs> I know. And like one day, I sleep with it in my bed sometimes. Oh, <laughs> you know? I love that. Good for them. I always have it handy. I do. I'm a huge fan. I keep it in my car. A lot of people travel, you know, keep it in their handbag, right? Uh, yeah. Know, I mean, I that. keep like, I think I have probably a good two and a half, three foot piece. Nice. You know, elves might be small in stature and short, chubby legs, but we go big. Absolutely. But I also say um, big fan of, um, and I know I've said this many, many times. In fact, we have it in the store now is a bath salt, but you can use any bath salt. Welcome to get ours. Oh, they're incredible. I mean, they, we use young living lavender and a hundred percent natural straight from Peru Palo Santo oil. They're exquisite yeah. and really cute little wooden spoons that have vibes on the handle. Of it. <laughs> so, I mean, if you like cute little shit, just get it for the cute spoon. Yeah, it's nice. This spoon's awesome. <laughs> what do you think about this? Okay, if they put the you know bath salt a little bit of it in a bowl and then took it and sprayed the the space with the Palo Santo in it, would you get out of my head? Because do you know that I made a spray? <laughs> the only thing I did is I took those ingredients and then I added a little bit of um, frankincense to it, frankincense oil, to when I traveled for spray. So yes, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Obviously, it was yours. <laughs> no, yes, it was. But yeah, but no, I'm glad you said it because that is a great, great use for people is to is to use that. And I would not use tap water. Oh, you distilled. I would use distilled water. Yeah, I would. Um, you just don't know what's in that stuff and you don't want to be spraying that stuff, right? So use some distilled water and put that into the, I think that's brilliant to a spray bottle and they can absolutely clear it. It's genius. Yeah, especially in places where it's not convenient to sage. Mm -hmm. And and quite frank, frankly, with the demand on sage right now, it's nice to you just have alternatives in your back pocket. Yeah, and there is a demand on sage, but I will also say that um, one of our listeners um, who's become a very dear friend of mine, and her name is Shelly Ryder. And Shelly is incredible because she works in disaster relief for the government. Oh, wow. And so she's big hearted. She's also Native American and she lives mm -hmm. in Oklahoma and she has actually found the proper sage for us that is from a reservation. It is for this purpose. They will let us buy it from them and reset. Like it is, so we are working on wow. finally getting sage. It's taken, it's been, it's been a few years trying to find it. I had no idea any of this was coming through. So that's It's really interesting. interesting that you brought it up because it also made me remind you of it. So this is what happens. This is just an update for Brenda and I. <laughs> Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, it's a little update. Uh, but she sent some, and it's interesting because it's not actually bundled. It's not dried and bundled. Girl, my wife yeah. went batshit crazy. She's so in love with this sage. And it oh. is, it's pretty fresh, and it's a little sticky. It's still dry-ish, but it's a little yeah. sticky. Yeah. 
and it smells kind of lemony. Mm, oh, I'll send you some that she sent us. Okay. Um, but okay. anyway, so we are working on getting sage, you know, because it is something that is, uh, you have to be careful about, right? Yes. We've all talked about, about ethics, you know, and that's really important to us and uh, would never do anything without permission. Cause you know, we've talked about our minor friends in India, the ones who right. mine for the Meru right? and how they ask permission um, from the gods. They ask permission from the monks um, before they mine. And so that's really the position we're all trying to take with what we do is right. permission-based. And if anybody says no, I'm okay. Yeah, of course. Totally okay. Don't try to talk anybody into it. But that's another thing to use though, is, is you're right, Sage. It is overused, but I think using the bottle is great. Using the black tourmaline, the selenite, all those things can really keep a space, um, not just protected, but really cleansed. And that's nice because you're getting a bunch of other crap that could be coming in that you didn't even know you're fighting against. Right. So Dina, we hope that answers your question and gives you a number of tools to work with to keep your space quiet and serene as you like. <laughs> You'll have to let us know, okay? Thanks so much, everybody. And remember, her school is hard. Knock, knock. <laughs> it's the other side. Uh, <laughs> I love you, my witchy poo. Thanks for catching up with me, and I'm glad everybody overheard us. <laughs> Bye, my elf. Love you. Bye. <laughs>
My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.